Hey there, Bot Shots. Welcome to the Baby Got Bot podcast for the after the show show. After the show of the Baby Got Chat live show. We got so much going on over here. I had a great time with Amanda Robinson. She is the queen of Facebook ads. And man, did she spill the beans. This episode was so packed with awesomeness. You know what? I'm going to give it to you unedited. I know that sounds scary, but it just would take way too much time for me to go through and to take out anything that doesn't belong. So here's the deal. We're going to roll into the sponsor and then we're just going to roll right into the presentation of or the the recording from this show and it was it was really epic so uh enjoy it um keep in mind that the contest to win the book is over but you can still win the or you could still buy her book which is fantastic it is all shown in the show notes the link as always is in the podcast description so link over grab the show notes you can learn more about amanda and her book her courses all the resources we talked about today let's talk about facebook ads and messenger bots let's do this going live. Hi, everyone. Hi, world. So I literally just spilt coffee, like as I pushed the go live button. Hi. Luckily, it was lukewarm coffee because I'm a mom and it didn't burn. Uh, welcome to today's show. It's the Baby Got Chat live show. We are live literally everywhere. Uh, we're live on Twitter. We're maybe we're live on YouTube. We're live on my Facebook page. We're live on my personal profile. We're live in the baby got bot Facebook group. Yes, ma'am. And that's because we've got a special guest today. I have Amanda Robinson up in this house. If you guys don't know who Amanda is, I don't know what rock you're living under, but she is the queen. Some might even call her the queenie of Facebook ads. And I'm gonna bring her on in just a moment, but first, some housekeeping. Uh, hopefully that this is working. It says there's four people watching, so that's something, right? Uh, the uh, Hopefully the broadcast went out. I have no idea what's going on. Me and tech this week, we're not getting along. But what I need you to do is say hi and start popping up with those Facebook ads questions because I have three questions that people submitted already, which, oh yeah, she's making faces in the back. Like, really, you're gonna make me answer questions? I will, of course, we're putting you on the spot. Good morning, Pam. My girl, Pam is in the house. Everybody, Pam's in the house. All right, so as people are now popping in, uh, housekeeping time, let's go ahead and throw it up. Now, uh, if you, we are gonna give away a book today. It turns out that my girl, Amanda Robinson, wrote this book right here. She co-wrote it, boom, social media marketing. I should probably not cover up what I'm trying to, there you go. Uh, we're gonna give away a book today. I'm over here. And uh, if you are on the Facebook page, follow directions, people, because I know many of you are going to post, it doesn't work. It's only going to work on Stellar Media Marketing's page. If you want to enter, if you are watching on my profile, in my Facebook group, on YouTube, on Twitter, then you're going to want to go up into the description, wherever the description might be hiding for you. And there is a link that you can enter my messenger bot experience where you can enter to win a book. Without further ado, let me remove the book and let's bring on my lovely guest. We're just gonna get right into it. There she is. Oh, over here, Amanda Robinson. Oh, you know what? Hold on, hold on. Unmuted. Okay, look Thank at that. You. I'm ahead of myself today. <laughs> it's one of those kind of shows, is it? Oh, this is, you, you should know. Uh, I don't know I if y'all know. know this. Amanda and I used to co-host a show together, so she knows my shenanigans. 
back uh, in the day it used to get loud we used to just get like one on top of each other and just escalating and climbing but it was like it was hilarious it was a lot of fun and we gave away a lot of really really good stuff too we did we gave and it was a fun experiment for those of you in the bot world we actually created this show to play with bots and and also play with our friends and and our guests and stuff so it was literally the entire show was a game it was like a game show a gamification um, with bots and it had a leaderboard i learned so much about building bots from that show it was bananas (laughs) <laughs> that, so. was, that was back in the day like way back when it was all just a brand new sandbox it's like oh can we try this why don't we try that right can you did you know it could do this it was a lot of fun it was a lot and it was a now, simpler now it's time all like old news it's like yeah, every broadcast has that come uh-huh. on yeah it's funny you say that because um i often talk about my first bot experience my first like chat bot was before many chat and i got so excited because i saw uh this company message hero was selling basically a comic growth tool and it was an ad this should all connect, right? Um, and I was like, they're like, if you comment below, we'll show you this new technology and we'll send you a message right away. And I was like, right, that doesn't exist. And I did it, obviously I was thrilled, blew me away and I became obsessed with bots. But at the time, that's all there was, was this this one thing, this one little thing that we now have like all these things. So yes, in the, the progression of excitement, nothing, nothing of that sort excites us anymore. <laughs> Not so much. Now it's just a matter of new feature. It's like, oh, great. How are we going to integrate that into all the 300 million things we're already doing? It's like exactly. every new every new feature now, instead of like, yes, it's more like, yeah. I know. You had to launch that new feature this week during yeah, the wait? week for I'm kids, during this, during book launch, during everything. Like, come on, Facebook. <gasps> it's so come true. On, it's so chat. true. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, hi. Uh, look, we got people tuning in from everywhere. We have uh, Bear here says, hi, everyone. She also says Canada because the word of the day, Amanda can't see this, <laughs> but the word of the day is Canada. Oh and oh it my turns God. out that if you didn't know already, I was going to make it Tim Hortons, but I didn't have time to switch it. I was busy, you know, I was a little busy. So. And it's ironic. I'm drinking Tim Hortons coffee right now, obviously in my digital gal pink mug, but Tim Hortons coffee is how I start my day. And for the record, <laughs> Caffeine hasn't kicked in yet, so this could be really fun answering your Facebook ads questions. Ask really good technical, difficult questions now. Let's make Do it this. really fun. Let's make it really fun. Yeah. Um, but before we get into the questions, let's warm her up a little bit and let's talk a little bit about your background because you're not just the queen of Facebook ads, and obviously you know a little something about about bots too. And you know my audience, we all the bot people. Is my bot shots up in here? Um, so Amanda brings a, a bit of a different twist than a normal ads person or a normal bots person or someone who dabbles, she actually has a deep understanding of both platforms. So that's one of the reasons that makes Amanda very unique and why I actually recommend pretty much all my bot shots should show, can't talk, should go and take her quick, what is it? Quick. I don't want to say the wrong word. My my four week Facebook ads boot camp for my swift kick in the ads. Yes. Yeah. So she has so, an ad boot camp. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do something I don't do very well. I'm going to shut up and I'm going to let you talk what? a bit about yourself and like what you what you up to, girl? What you all up right, to? All right, all right. So here's how it goes. I do Facebook ads, I build chatbots, I work with entrepreneurs and business owners across the globe. I speak and teach and preach on all of this. I live, eat and sleep all of this. This is my world and I'm super passionate about it. And my superpower is getting so excited about Facebook ads and all the fun things that plug in with it that I get you just as excited that all of a sudden your your mind is blown. You're like, I need to go do a Facebook ad right now because the digital gal told me to. 
that's where I get you to. And then you have to take yourself the rest of the way. So that's why I have my Facebook ads four week boot camp. So you can actually learn Facebook ads from the ground up with all the things in between, not just, Hey, here's how you do a Facebook ad and leave you dangling and hanging. So I've learned over the years how to teach it in a way that helps people actually start doing their own Facebook ads instead of shoving a video in front of your face and saying, go watch that video. And you know, good luck. I'm there with you every step of the way. So that's my superpower. Bot building has been something that I've grown with, with Kelly, along with Kelly, since um, bots were first mainstream and geeking out on them. And uh, I have a flair for making chatbots with personalities True. or to really gamify chatbots. If I can surprise and delight somebody with a chatbot, my day is done. And then I just happen to have some skills to wrap it into lead gen and audience growth, audience building, and meeting the business goals at the same time. So that's oh, a little bit... And uh, yes, I, Canada obviously is the word, my nickname among all of my friends who are mostly in the U.S. I'm in Canada here, so my nickname is Canada, and I'm actually devastated right now that our borders are closed and I can't come down and hang out and visit, and it's been, that part's been hard. So this is at least a nice way of being able to say hi and hang out without, you know, being able to just like get the hugs in there. We so. all need a little bit more Canada around, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Especially someone as jaded as me. I need that in my life. <laughs> you need the balance. You need the counterbalance. We got to get the counter of me and the Bellas. For those of you who don't know, um, we are both considered what is called a queenie, which is a grouping of fabulousness, fabulous women. I like to uh, compare it to uh, feminist care bears. That's kind of like how I explain what they are. <laughs> but basically, we're just these like women in the industry that are there to support each other. And we'd, we'd be the queenies, but we've got like a 50-50 split of like super, this basically what you see here, super strong, like in your face, can't shut up. And then you have like the sweet Canada who who can still not shut up sometimes too. She's actually, she, she's not as hard, as bad as I say. She actually shuts up way too often. I'm like, speak up woman. <laughs> but we have this speak nice balance. Speak your passion. Yeah, yeah you get me rocking passion. on Facebook ads and I get going. As soon as you get into anything controversial, I'm like, mm -mm. I'm like, I, this is not on my Canadian passport. I'm not allowed to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. uh, Veronica here says, chatbots are life. Amen, sister. Yeah. Coffee and chatbots. Love seeing them come to life as people uh, react and engage with them day made. Isn't that the truth? That is kind of one of the things. Now, I was on our friend uh, Chad's show the other day, which is just a silly show. If any of you watched it, we did. We talked about bots, but not in the most uh, professional way. Um, but they did ask me what was my favorite type a bot or what's the best chatbot I've ever you know been in and but basically I said I don't really like any chatbots I think most of them are pretty bad but there was one that I actually said I loved and that was actually Amanda's Valentine's bot so when she says that she builds personality into her bot she no joke it is fun <laughs> to go through the bots she really spends a lot of time thinking through not only you know how a bot should work but also how to make it fun and personable which are my favorite kind and the testing too. Oh, so not yeah. just not just a matter of putting a bot together that, that I think would be funny and then running a couple of people through it. It's mm -hmm. a matter of putting something together that it actually gets a view, gives a user experience to get the highest rate of completion and going back to the drawing board and re-tinkering it until, and retooling it until people are making it through to the intended conclusion. So getting to the point where making the bots fun enough, but making them functional enough. And it's so hard. Remember Kelly, when you and I first started building bots, our first mistake, we both made the exact same first mistake. We're like, 
let's build the yeah. biggest box. So we built the biggest thing we could possibly do. We're like, let's tap yeah. this one. Let's add this one. Let's do yes. this. And in the end, yes. nobody was even getting into those deep, dark sections of the butt. They were just getting the surface level and choosing the first option that we gave them. So learning how to simplify the bots and make it as streamlined as possible was, yeah, it's been, it's been quite an evolution of knowledge, uh, transfer back and forth. Yes. Yes. Don't, this is actually something I believe we talked about last week in my best practice show is don't build giant bots, like split it, split it up. That was, that's definitely something we did. I think everyone makes that mistake though. So, um, by the way, if you're getting your comments thrown up on the screen and it just says Facebook user, that just means you're watching in the Facebook group. If you want to head over to the page, you see, I put a link down there, fb.com forward slash stellar for slash live. You can actually join the live feed, or you can go to my YouTube channel, which also is live feeding. Um, now, Amanda, you've been busy. So not only do you build bots, and not only do you do ads, and not only do you have this Swift Kick program, but you also wrote a book. Here, I'm gonna throw the book up. <laughs> Boom, there it is. Oh yeah, that, that thing. Oh, that little thing. Could you oh, tell us little a little bit, tell me a little bit about the book, but then also like specifically yeah. your part of this book. Like what did you write about in this book? All right, so this book, The Ultimate Guide to Social Media Marketing, published by Entrepreneur Press. OMG, did that just happen? Did I get published along with some That's amazing crazy. co-authors from Entrepreneur? Some of my favorite yeah. people uh, yeah. are published in this book. Yeah, so the, what this is, it, it's a collection and a collaboration among some of the most brilliant minds in social media. I feel completely honored to be in the shadow of these amazing people. I, I came in with my little piece. I compliment them extremely well, but we've got Jen Herman, Stephanie Liu, Mike Alton, Eric Butto, and myself. So together we, we have combined our superpowers and we have contributed to a book that gives you the full 360 look of digital and social media marketing as it is right now today. Um, it's one of the more up-to-date, uh, one of the more up-to-date resources, but it's still evergreen. So it's taking everything that we know and we know works and have implemented multiple times in multiple business scenarios, multiple clients. We're not just talking philosophically about how something should work. We're showing you what is actually working and we're bringing our expertise to the table. So it's, it's an amazing collaborative opportunity. And if you, and it's, it's very easy to read. It's the chapters are broken down in nice little sections. It it's a quick read. It's great. So if you highlight it, you know, yeah, it's got images you can highlight. It's fantastic. It's laid out quite well. So if you haven't had the opportunity to pick yourself up a copy, it just launched August 25th. Um, so the copies, even Canada, Canadians are still just getting the first copies that released yeah. um, because the Canadian release happened later than the American release. So um, I got my book, like flooded. I pre-ordered like, yeah. As soon as I could, yeah. I pre Avi, you know, um, <laughs> so I would recommend, you know, that you can get it in Kindle form. And I, I'm a big Kindle fan. Like, seriously, I won't read a book unless it's on my Kindle. I am one of those people. I'm sorry. But this is one of the books that I actually preferred in a hard copy. So I ordered it in a hard copy instead because um, it's, it's one of those books you want to highlight, maybe right in the corners and stuff. So I highly recommend this is kind of like a reference guide. It's really easy to read, like she said, and it's super up to date. You can see that a couple people already have purchased it. If you want to buy the book, you should. You should support our girl. Uh, you can actually, if you type Canada, there's a link in there for you to buy the book. There's also a link, if you are not on my Facebook page, up in the description, wherever that is where you're viewing. And you can actually just go buy it, you know, whatevs. And if you end up winning the book too, you'll have one to give to a friend or what have you. Um, otherwise, you'll definitely want to win this book. Now, you talk in this book, are you talking, you're talking like Facebook ads, right? Because that's your your big specialty. Is that what you in, cover? Or what do you really like? 
in all honesty, it was a collaboration. So it's not just exclusive me, exclusively me talking ads. It's not ex exclusively me talking chatbots. It's a collaboration and a collaborative effort. So everyone has contributed to the chapters in a whole. But if you do focus on the chatbot chapter, just saying, just saying, you should maybe go read the chatbot chapter. And you know what's going to blow your mind and what happened during the research of this book? That the chatbot chapter probably will be the one that gets the most outdated the most quickly, yeah. but it is still set up for you to understand why your business needs to be dabbling with chatbots, why you need to be using them right now and growing with them as they grow. But what was fascinating is that um, lots of us like to play with, with many chat. We like to use all sorts of messenger marketing tools that kind of tack onto the top of Facebook. Facebook has an entire suite of built-in tools, an entire robust suite. So if you haven't spent any time poking around in your inbox, in the messages section, in the automated messages, there is so much in there that you can start playing with from even just as simple as when someone reviews the Digital Gal Facebook page, I automatically have a thank you going out to them within minutes after they send the, leave the review. Like just there are little functions in there that can really augment your your user experience and your customer service experience. And it's certainly worth taking a look at. So you'll find all of that, all that juicy good stuff in the book. People are excited. There's a lot of people who said they already bought the book. They already read the book. They're already loving the book. People are like, got my copy. Whoa, whoa. Can I say I'm overwhelmed and floored by the number of people who have been buying the book and the number of people who have been posting about it, right. you know, posting like I got my copy or doing TikToks on it that are actually Oh, hilarious. they're hilarious. There's some fantastic TikToks. I, no I was just going to look it up. Happen. Last time I checked, you guys were, I'm just going to look up like social media books. I'm not going to look up like the book itself. Let's see. It is, it's like ranked number three, isn't it? It's, it, it, we've gone from number one new release in lots of different categories to uh, number one marketing book on Amazon for different categories. It's It's been an exciting ride really so far. Inside. But, and I will say that to get that, um, to get there was a collaborative effort. So launching a book with a team of people who are also in social media, who Doesn't also hurt. understand, also understand the importance of timing and engaging our audiences and getting excitement rolling on this. This has been a whole learning curve in itself. And I'm really, really proud to be a part of that. You team. mean to tell me that the people who wrote the book on social media actually know how to use social media? <laughs> It's no. rare. I know. It's rare. That's wild. No, this is like legit the dream team. The 360 crew are some of my favorite humans on earth. Like I'm obsessed with pretty much all of them. So um, they're, they're brilliant, brilliant people. You couldn't have asked for a better team of people to co-write uh, co a book. So you guys grab the book. And now we're going to like, if you're still like, well, what if she doesn't know what she's talking about? That's okay. Because we're going to actually prove it right now. We're going to talk about some ad questions. But first, uh, let's talk a little bit about um, some questions I might have that come up. I know they just come up a lot, right? And the number one question that comes up when it comes to ads and bots, and I bet you already know what it is, is what is the best objective when mm. we are doing chat bot ads? In all honesty, I am going to say message objective. So it has gone back and forth over the years. I mean, at one point it was cheaper and easier to get people into your messenger bot using a traffic objective. So just a heads up, when we're talking Facebook ads, you have three, three different kind of segments to a Facebook ad. You have your campaign, your ad set, and your ad. At the campaign level, you have to choose the objective. What is the entire point? What do you want people to do when they see this ad? What's the action you want them to take? That's our objective. 
Then we have our ad set. That's where you set your targeting and your placements. And then you have your actual ad. That's where you go and build the ad and make it look beautiful and pretty and attractive and great call to action. So the campaign level is the first thing you're choosing. What's the action we want people to take? And what, we have two options. Well, we have several options, but the two options that we like to focus on for messenger marketing is our traffic objectives. Traffic means a click leaving Facebook, going somewhere else. So a click off to a website, a click into an app, a click into Messenger. And then we also have messages, uh, objectives. And it's pretty black and white clear. It's because we want to get people from Facebook, from their Facebook ad, into Messenger to start a Messenger conversation. So over the years, uh, ad costs have kind of ping-pong back and forth. Um, messages, when we, whenever they first rolled out, the message objective was extremely expensive and didn't always, it wasn't always as effective. And so we would we would kind of default and roll back into, oh, we'll just use the traffic objective. It's easier right now. And it can perform quite well. They could, they're both fairly comparable, but I have noticed lately that the messages objective is, is sta more stable. So you can use a message objective because in the end, the whole point is, what do you want people to do? We, if we use a traffic objective, we want them to click on the ad to go to a link. Mm -hmm. Well, Facebook's responsibility ends right there. They're like, we got you the click. You wanted the traffic. That's we it. gave you a click. That's all we're supposed to do. But what we want them to actually do when we're talking about messenger marketing, we want them to engage with the bot in a conversation. We want them to hit that get started button. We want them to hit the opt-in message. We want them to go back and forth with us and get into our rabbit hole so we can own them. No, anyway. <laughs> we want I to mean, you're value. speaking with marketers here, so that's pretty accurate. <laughs> I would say that a lot of people who people. have um, found, been using traffic have the, the number one complaint I see in like the many chat group and stuff is like, I'm getting all these clicks, but no one's can like actually coming into the flow or, yeah. you know, when you, you have to opt in once you get into the flow. And that's usually why is because so you're, you're, if you want to be in front of people who are on messenger, using a messenger objective. Yeah. Like, and let me explain this part of this, this conversation doesn't normally come into the messenger bot world, but let me explain the difference between a link click and a landing page view, just to put this in perspective. Yes. And that ties into how, how people engage with messenger. So uh, if you are running a Facebook ad, a traffic ad, so we're going to choose a traffic objective because that's the action we want people to take. We want them to click on a link. So you can optimize a traffic, uh, traffic campaign for link clicks. So you're telling Facebook, I want people, as many people as possible in my audience to click on this link. Okay, that's all you're asking for. Facebook's responsibility stops there. They got you what you're asking for, cool. But if you have your message, if you have your Facebook pixel installed on your website, then Facebook can actually see the traffic that arrives at your website. So if you don't have your uh, pixel installed on your website, people click on your ad, link click, and then they leave Facebook and Facebook loses tracking ability, loses complete visibility to where those people went. They're like, yeah, they clicked the link. We don't actually know if they made it to your website or not, but hey, you want to link clicks, we got you link clicks. So what will get you better results for traffic is by optimizing for landing page views mm. instead. And that, that way you're saying to Facebook, yeah, it's one thing to get me a link click Facebook, <laughs> nice try, but you actually have to get the traffic to go to my website, right. get the page to load, have a good internet connection, have all of these other factors that get the right people to load the page, fire the pixel so you can send the information back to Facebook to say, hey, the folks made it here, the party's over here and people actually made it to the right address. Great. So keeping that in mind, you're going to have a lot fewer landing page views 
then you will link clicks. So some people, when they're optimizing for landing page views and they get fewer results, they think, oh, that's not working as well. No, no, no. It's working 10 times better than a, just a link click because the traffic's actually making it to your site. So then when we look at Messenger and Messenger bots, that's why we want to optimize for messages, not just traffic. Because traffic, Facebook's responsibility ends when they got you the click. Mm -hmm. That's it. But we want Facebook's responsibility to carry further into helping us get that conversation started. Yeah. So even though it might look like the results are not as many or as, as large and our cost per result might seem a little bit bigger, we're getting higher quality conversations started in Messenger that weren't happening when we were using the traffic objective. Now, I know I'm talking a lot here. This is for the first time I'm talking more than Kelly. I apologize. No, you're doing great. This is exactly Please what people want. Experiment with both because what I'm saying works might be completely different in your ad account based on your audience, your history with advertising, your ad spend, your content. Uh, it, it, you still need to experiment with both. So don't just say, oh, well, you know, the digital gal said use the messages objective and run with that. Still break out every now and then and test the traffic objective. Because like I said, from when Kelly and I first started doing bots, it has changed. It has gone, it has shifted and morphed and the algorithm is being tweaked. Facebook is trying to keep up with the, how quickly the messenger technology is growing. And so Facebook he, has to keep putting sort of like the bumper rails on to keep us all in line so that we don't end up uh, heavy delivering too many sponsored messages into everybody's inbox all at once. Right. But anyhow. We often say here on the show, test is best. And that goes with everything you do in marketing. You should always be testing variations of what's out there. Cause the only thing that's going to work for you is what works for you. Right. And you don't yeah. just cause someone says like, this is the best way. It might be the best way, you know, overall, but what if it's not the best for you? So we definitely want to be testing. Now the yeah. next question actually um, comes up quite a bit. Uh, how to target specific audiences is the question from Alan over on YouTube. And it kind of, I'm going to tie two questions together kind of, cause they're, they're so close. And I know that you'll touch on both in the same, uh, answer. But so he wants to know how to target specific audiences. And then someone else wanted to know um, <clears throat> about lookalike audiences. Could you talk a little bit about what lookalike audiences um, are for, especially in the realm of uh, messenger bots? So mm -hmm. I'll, I'll let you take it away. Look at that. I'm All just right. going to give it to you now. All right. So a little bit of basics about audiences. We have what I like to call cold, warm, and hot audiences. So you have people who have never met you before and you're trying to get in front of them and make a first impression or an introduction. Now, if you're in e-commerce and you're selling a tiny little widget worth 25 cents, you just need to get in front of as many millions of people as you can. And people are going to buy if they're going to buy, they're not, if they're not. This does not necessarily apply to you, but the theory does. If you are trying to sell a course or a product that's a little more niche or pretty much anything else for the rest of us, brick and mortar store, uh, anything of that nature, you generally have to make a first impression first. So when you walk into a party, you're not busting yourself in there going, hey, I do Facebook ads with kicking the ads. You need to buy. Why didn't you buy? You should buy. You should buy. You're not going to buy? please buy. You're not doing that on your first impression. You're getting introduced based on mutual interest. Somebody's introducing you saying, oh, Amanda, you should talk to Chris. Chris knows something about ads. So do you, here you go. Talk relevant conversation started. So by reaching out to a cold audience and making that first impression with something entertaining, educational, or relevant, that's great. Then what happens is people do these fun things like liking, commenting, clicking, engaging, they uh, watch videos for a certain length of time. All of those actions are retargetable activities on Facebook. So once you start, once you start getting people to engage with your content, you can retarget them. 
But in order to retarget them, we need to create an audience of people. So we can create an audience of people who have been to your website. We can create an audience of people who have watched three seconds or more of your videos on your Facebook page. Uh, we can retarget anyone who has engaged with your Instagram profile or your Facebook page. Anyone who has messaged your page. You see where I'm going with all this? So those are warm audiences. Now, when we talk about lookalike audiences, those are cold audiences. What's happening is you're taking that data that you have accumulated and acquired on, on actions people have taken, whether it's a customer email list you have, website visitors, engagers, people have messaged your page, and you're going to Facebook and you're saying, okay, create me a brand new audience of people who I haven't seen yet or who don't know me based on this profile of, say, people who messaged your page, because that's extremely relevant yeah. when it comes to uh, messenger bots. If somebody has messaged your page and gone back and forth in a conversation, they are highly relevant. They got there for some reason, generally because you already paid for ads to reach a cold audience to get them to engage. So you've already paid for that attention span. Let's keep it rolling. So let's retarget people who have messaged your page and keep that conversation rolling. But then let's take all that lovely data that we got from that and go make a lookalike audience and tell Facebook, go find me similar people who match whatever similar markers and behaviors and interests that all of these people who message my page have. And go out and find, go out into the grand world of Facebook and go find me more people just like this. Now, your lookalike audiences are only as good as the source data you're feeding them Amen. with. So if you have 100 people who message your page. Actually, first of all, if you have 100 people who message your page out of multiple countries, you can't make a lookalike audience. You have to have 100 people within the same country good to know. in order to make that lookalike audience. So if you don't have enough data to show up to the table with at least 100 people in one country, it's not really going to do you much good. Second part of that is, well, a lookalike based on only 100 people who message your page, that's a very weak audience. It's not very strong. You're actually better off to go and run ads for engagement. But remember, we were talking about our mm -hmm. objectives. Use the engagement objective. Go put interesting, funny, educational content out into the world to target your cold audiences of people just to get them to engage with you. You want to go like this, guys. You can get thousands and thousands and thousands of people to engage at a much lower cost than getting thousands and thousands and thousands of people to message your page at a much higher cost. So go and get people to engage and then retarget those people with your offers and incentives to actually get them into a messenger conversation. So you're weeding out the people who are not interested by hooking them with something that actually is relevant. And just putting out something funny that has nothing to do specifically with what you're offering isn't going to make sense. So if you are... Uh, I don't know. Throw out an example, Kelly. What's me? Look at this. You guys are all I don't, I'm not doing this currently, but if I wanted to create an audience, these shows are a perfect way to do a, an audience. I would yes. I would create an audience based off people who have watched my Facebook live shows over the past three months that I've done them. I would have a pretty good audience at this point. And then those people would already be warm and I would continue. Let's say I want to sell my course. I would continue to show them ads and, and you basically it's a funnel, right? I hate yep. people hate the word funnel, but that's what it is. You have all your cold at the top. And we're just going to keep moving them down. We want them to waterfall into the next bucket, I guess. Um, and then I could create an entire lookalike audience based off the people that watch the show who are similar. And those would now be my new cold audience. And again, I'm going to keep filtering them down. Yeah. Now, the challenge with that is that people uh, people start the process, but then they neglect to continue filling the bucket at the top. Yeah. They, they neglect to continue putting out content and continue running ads with the sole purpose yeah. of growing that cold audience that you've reached. So if you're neglecting that part, then the rest collapses and, and doesn't perform for you. Exactly. So, and you can't, you don't have to do it that way. 
you can just go the more expensive way of serving your ad to a cold audience and hoping that they message your page. But don't good, but, but you're going to save money. It's, it takes longer to do it right. But if you do it right, yeah. it's going to be a lot more affordable. And you know, a perfect example is like paid broadcast inside of, of many chatter or Facebook, wherever you want to send a paid broadcast. <clears throat> if you just send it to everyone that's ever messaged your page, including unsubscribers, your ad cost will be so much more expensive. But if you actually, and it, and it won't deliver to as many people too. Um, if you target down, it, you know, the difference between me sending out to 2,500 people and me sending out to 500 people is night and day in terms of how many people open and the cost of each conversion for a paid broadcast. And, and if you haven't picked up on my vibes yet, the smaller <laughs> audience that's more targeted actually performs far better. Um, all right. So that so good. It's such a good answer. And and the, the caffeine hasn't quite kicked in yet. So you can see how this just escalates from here. Yeah, it's going to get more exciting. Bots and ads, bots and ads, bots and ads. Bots and ads. If you do want to learn more about ads, the four-week Facebook ad training from Amanda is called Swift Kick in the Ads. I always think you have the most clever names. You have other programs too. And I'm like, I love that. I love the pun intended situation that's going <laughs> on there. Um, so check that out. The link is in the show notes. Show notes are accessed in the description above. The show notes are a little weak right now because um, because usually I just have everything planned out. But because we're doing an interview, uh, you know, I'll be updating them. So be sure to check back for those. Um, OK, there was another question. It was a little bit more. I have to scroll up because it was in the comments. It was a little bit more of a complicated question, but we're going to give it a try. Daniel oh here <clears throat> has a question. Are you sure that coffee's ready? I don't know. I don't know. On second thought, you know. <laughs> Can we talk about the weather? Uh, it says, is there a way to run giveaway ads with referral incentive inside the bot flow and still be compliant? Facebook is removing the ref URL given in the flow for the user share the flow and increase chances to win a contest. Okay, so my I'm gonna I'm gonna dumb it down a little bit because it, it was kind of a complicated. So I'm thinking he wants to do a giveaway, but mm -hmm. it's based off of sharing inside the bot. But the share button <clears throat> was depreciated by in October. So is there a way? I'm going to answer that for you really quick. Um, I don't know about the ad side of this. I don't I don't know, even know if this was an ads question. It says run ads. Oh. Uh, but there, yes and no. <laughs> yes, there is a share function. Um, I actually use it here on the show all the time. In fact, if you touched the, if you typed in Canada, you experienced what that share function is. It's like a bit of, a, a, like a link that you add another link. It's like the share link, the PHP share link. So you could do it that way. And then whoever clicks on the link, you could tag them and enter them into the drawing, which is literally exactly what I'm doing today. So congratulations, there's your answer. But um, there's caveats to that. You'll also notice that when you go through that bot flow that I ask you to share her book, Amanda's book online in order to enter, but we cannot require people to share in order to enter a contest or win something. So you'll also notice there is a little button that says, I don't want to share. <laughs> and you enter regardless. Now I just spilled the beans. I also give you a really <laughs> hardcore guilt trip if you push that button. So watch out. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, but but we have to be careful because we cannot require it. There has to be, it's kind of like a no purchase necessary situation, right? It, you have to be yeah. careful. Now, I don't know how it works with ads and I'll let you kind of pick up from there. Yeah, so the same, <clears throat> pardon me, the same, uh, same reason is that, so 
when it comes to running any type of contest, Facebook doesn't want things to go viral for the sake of you benefiting. They want something to be spread, information to be spread based on the recipients benefiting. So if you are, if you're trying to tag and amplify something just so you can get more contest entries, you are spamming the newsfeed, you are spamming the other people, you're creating a poor user experience for the people who really didn't care about that and really didn't want that. So it benefits you, it doesn't benefit them, and it's spreading information, I don't wanna say falsely, but it's, it's adding more noise to a newsfeed that's already oversaturated and has very low ad inventory to begin with. So you cannot uh, require people to tag other users. You cannot require people to share. Basically, you cannot require people to amplify that post. So you have to rely on your own ads, your own um, your own creativity, and you have to rely on the fact that you need a really darn good offer that makes people naturally want to share it with other people or naturally tag other people. I'm working on a really fun, creative uh, situation right now. I choose your own adventure that I think will get some good organic reach. Yes. You know, um, we actually used to do something like this in in our show, this idea of like contests and, and tagging people. And I think that the way we did it is there were points because we had the leaderboard. Now, this is very, yeah. this was quite elaborate. <laughs> Back in the day. This was quite elaborate <laughs> there, and it was back well, in the day. There's so but, many tools now that do all this for you, you know, that did not exist back then. But you, we had a leaderboard it, and it would go for the month basically. And it, our leaderboard would show you could check in on, like you check your points, but some ways that you could get points would be like, you know, tag a friend or, um, or we would simply like have a quiz. I remember we did a quiz called You Don't Know Instagram. And it was as part of, we had a guest, Jen Herman, who's the queen of Instagram, came on. She wrote the book on Instagram. She also happened to help write this little She also co-wrote The Ultimate Guide to This book right marketing. here. But she was really our guest. People. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of awesome people yeah. that have been around the block a couple times in the, in the industry. But um, we had this quiz, You Don't Know Instagram. And at the end of the quiz, based off your scores, we would suggest different content pieces to help you get better. And then we would ask people to share the, um, or to go to the post, we would take them back to this post and would say, hey, let's see what your friend's scores. Can you get a better score than your friend and go tag your friend to play? So there's kind of like a, people like that gamification thing. So if you could turn it into a game where you're not necessarily like sharing for the sake of the entry, but you're sharing to be competitive, yeah. that's another kind of and, and as much as you want to amplify these posts and you want to get the most results and you want people to recommend it and share it and whatnot, you really need to put the focus on the quality of the content that you're putting out, not on the quality of how well you can manipulate a system to make people share. If, right. if you have to ask for the share, it's not share worthy. If it is something that people are like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to share. Oh my gosh, I have to share this with someone. So that was the best then that speaks for itself. Right, exactly. Hey, we have more questions to come. We're gonna take a quick break to talk about our sponsor today. The amazing people at Restream.io has sponsored today's show, which is why you, yeah, you are watching wherever you're watching. I'm able to live stream to multiple. I really think we're up to five right now. I think today I put it on five different channels. Well, you guys are, we're everywhere. We're famous, uh, but you can go real crazy and like have tons more than that. I just, I just don't want to, um, but Restream is fantastic. I'm gonna run a really quick um, video about them. It's like literally 30 seconds or less. And then uh, we'll talk really quick about Restream and then we'll come back and I've got some more questions. In fact, let me read the question, but don't answer it. So you guys oh know boy. what's to come. How Torture. long while running an ad, if using customer lookalike audience, will you know it's ready past its learning phase? For giving you qualified leads. So there's the question. We're going to talk about how long is the learning phase and let's roll that beautiful bean footage. 
See, that was easy. <laughs> so Restream is actually awesome. I'm going to be releasing a video on my my new YouTube channel, Baby Got Content, next week, all about Restream and how I use it to multi-stream to Facebook and YouTube. So that'll be really cool um, if you want to learn more about how to use Restream. I know a lot of people use it. I actually learned about it from another co-author of your book, Stephanie Liu, who also happens to be my NLP coach. So she's obviously someone I have a girl crush on. Um, but if you want to snag the Restream, Restream offer I have. They are a sponsor day. You get 15% off Restream. You can also try it for free. The link is both in the description as well as in the show notes. So check that out. It's stellar.tips forward slash Restream. So thanks to Restream for that awesome sponsorship. All right, back to our question. What's the learning phase? How do we know how long how long does it take? <laughs> and you're probably seeing this if you're bot building and you're running ads for bots, you're probably seeing the learning phase last a lot longer than certain other objectives. So what is the learning phase? So when you go to run a campaign, you create a Facebook ads campaign, you put some ad spend behind it and you actually get it approved, which has actually gotten harder and harder right. to do. Oh Lots more ads are getting rejected and that's a whole other topic. Um, and you'll find that, uh, you'll find a whole training on that in Swift Kicking the Ads, by the way. Anywho, um, the learning phase is what happens where Facebook is collecting enough data to really understand how to properly optimize your ad to serve it to the right people. So imagine if you had an audience of 100,000 people that you are targeting. Not all 100,000 people in that audience are the right people. It's general. It's a guideline. It's it, You're asking Facebook to go and find out of that 100,000 people go and find me the thousand people in there that are the most likely to give me the best results for this ad. Uh, so out of the audience that Facebook is targeting, Facebook starts sampling out this ad to a whole bunch of them, but it takes Facebook a little bit of time to get its footing, to figure out, okay, hmm, if I serve it to this group of people over here, is anybody engaging with it? No, no. Okay, what if I serve it to this group within that 100,000 over here? Anybody? Yes, okay. We're gonna serve it to more people that match similar, um, similar traits and behaviors as to this segment of your 100,000. Great. So when it comes to the learning phase, Facebook has to has to gather enough data in order to properly optimize your ad based on the objectives you are asking for, based on the end result that you're asking for. Oh, so the higher the ask, the, the harder the learning phase is to exit. You can exit the learning phase a lot faster with a bigger budget. Smaller budget, it just takes more time to accumulate the data for Facebook to have more information to exit the learning phase and say, yes, all right, we've optimized this. We know what we're doing. We know how to reach the right people. Go. So what that looks like is if you are optimizing, say you have an ad and you're running it for an engagement object objective. An engagement is a like, a click, a comment, or a share. It's very easy to get likes on a really funny post, right? So you can put out a post that is really funny. It's cheap and cheerful. Different objectives have different ad costs that go along with them. So you can use a really low cost engagement objective, put really funny content out in front of, in front of people and exit the learning phase very quickly because people enough people are engaging that Facebook acquires enough data on your audience quickly enough to exit the learning phase faster. And then your ads are properly optimizing and delivering at what would be considered the lowest cost you could probably get your ads for at that point in time. Well, if we go on up to the conversions objective, and let's, for the sake of this conversation, say a conversion is a purchase. So you're asking Facebook to go and find you more people who are going to make a purchase on your website, then that's a much higher ask. Many fewer people are going to make that purchase compared to right. the thousands of people who are going to engage. It costs you more money. That, that objective costs a lot more money, and it takes more time to accumulate that. Now, if you can't get 50, 50 conversions in a seven-day window of time, 
then you're kind of wasting your ad dollars on conversions. You should back it down a step and maybe go for a traffic objective to ask for those link clicks instead. But if you're asking for conversions and you can't quite get enough conversions within a one week period of time, your ads are going to be stuck in that learning phase. Facebook doesn't have enough data to say, we can confidently deliver this to the people you're asking us to deliver it to because it just doesn't have enough data. And so if your ads are stuck in the learning phase, you need to consider rejigging your strategy and rejigging possibly what objective you're using. So if you're stuck in that learning phase, you don't have enough budget. The other thing I'm going to say about this, however, don't just dial up your budget. If you are stuck in the learning phase and you're retargeting, say you're retargeting people who message your page. Well, if you only have 500 people who message your page and you're trying to retarget them and then you just slam more budget on top, you're oversaturating too small of an audience and you're going to exhaust that audience very, very quickly. And that's even worse for your page. Yeah. So don't just try and jam more budget into, into a place where it won't fit, where it doesn't have enough doesn't depth of sense. an audience for it, mm -hmm. or it doesn't make sense. So there's several, there's just several factors. It's kind of a sliding scale uh, in multiple areas to diagnose why your ads might not be working. And that's why the four week Facebook ads bootcamp is a fantastic uh, area for you to break it down into, is it my ads that are not working? Is it my audiences and targeting that are not working? Is it the budget? Is it the strategy? Or is it the fact that I'm repeating the same mistakes I made in the last campaign because I didn't bother to look at the reports? Right. So that's that's where you can get a better calibration to exit the learning phase. That's a long answer for the learning no, phase. No, no, that's great. <laughs> um, because it does depend on what, and it made sense to me, obviously, if, you, if you're trying to get someone to convert on a product that's maybe 20 bucks, that's gonna be a lot longer learning phase because it's harder to do that. Um, and you have a less, less, right? And so we're basing that you, off a lot. But if you have a large depth of audience and you throw an, a <clears throat> robust enough amount of dollars at that campaign um, for that, that $20 conversion, you can get, you can exit the learning phase in the afternoon. Pretty quick. So you, that's within awesome. a couple, within a couple hours, it's not a problem. So if you are stuck in the learning phase for several days, that's where you need to kind of stop and, and look at what you're doing as far as how you're, how you're, what your objective is, how you're optimizing and what your game plan is for your ads. Um, Okay, I have a question for you because I, I work with a lot of real estate agents. I know you do too and home builders and such. And we have this special category, right? So we can't really target people. What is the solution here to if we let's let's say I want to do like an ad into a messenger bot where I'm going to qualify a lead or what have you. And I want to like, yeah. you know, capture their information. Um, I'm assuming the learning phase is going to be slightly longer. I mean, I could, I'm making assumptions here. Is, is it slightly longer because you can't really target outside of maybe your pixel? It's it would only be slightly longer regardless of the special ad category. It would be slightly longer just because of the budget you have, the depth of the audience and the quality of the content that you're putting in front of them. That's, you know, it, the learning phase doesn't really come necessarily into the conversation when it comes to the special ad categories. So first, what are the special ad categories? Um, there are four of them. So you have credit and loans, you have housing, you have jobs. Um, and you have social and political issues. So there are four different special ad categories. And what that does is, is so imagine if you're a real estate agent, um, you have to choose the housing category when you go to create your campaigns. And what it does is it strips out a whole bunch of targeting options in the back end of Facebook. Reason being is that it, it takes out your ability to target by age or gender. You can't go tighter than a five mile radius, or sorry, a 15 mile radius around any given point. You can't target by zip code or postal code. Uh, it, it, it takes out, I'd say like 90% of the, um, the interest targeting. So you can't target people based on certain mo most really good interest that you could target in the past. And now it's just more uh, like a really diluted set of interests that you can target interests and behaviors. So it really, really strips down 
a lot of the power of Facebook ads targeting down to the bare bones skinny, which is which makes it almost useless for certain uh, realtors or certain people. However, there is a strategy that you can use to get around that. Not really get around that. You got to go through it. That's the unfortunate thing. So this is where using that strategy of your audiences using cold, warm and hot audiences is going to work really well for you. You need to blanket your area with some pretty general targeting. So broad targeting, blanket the area with content and make it really, really good content. Lead forward with some of your best content. So if you're a realtor, for example, use the video that you paid to have a professional uh, video team create, not the one that you just made yourself in video or a wave video or in a moto or whatever you're using. Um, go in and put that heavy, that heavy hitting, beautiful, high quality content first and spread the dollars out and blast that out to that blanket area with the diluted targeting and reach as many people as you can. Now, out of those people who have watched that video for three seconds or more, or even 10 seconds or more, create a retargeting audience and then retarget those people with additional ad content, additional uh, properties, additional information about your team or your community. That's where you can start to narrow it down. The other key is that if you're working in a certain neighborhood, make sure it's very clear in those ads exactly what neighborhoods you're servicing. So that even though your targeting can't narrow it down, the nature of the content you're putting out there can narrow it down. So just to kind of break this down, simple video content using a special ad category to a very broad, wide open audience, create a retargeting audience of people who have watched three seconds or more of that video, and then start to retarget those people. And you just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And the more you keep doing this, the more you start to build up momentum, you start to build up your own high quality audiences. So even though you still have to use the special ad category for all your retargeting, it doesn't matter because you're not targeting by age and gender at that point. You're targeting based on actions people have already taken. So if I acquire an audience size of 100,000 people who have watched three seconds or more of my real estate videos, that's 100,000 people who are fairly re relevant to my business. And the longer you do this, your audience size might grow to, you know, 800,000 people who have watched three seconds or more. Now I can take it up to the next stage and say, okay, I now want to retarget people who have watched 10 seconds or more of that video. And now my audience size might like go right back down to like 200,000 people who actually made it past the 10 second mark, but it's a much, much higher quality marker. So start really broad and start really small on your retargeting. So don't try and go, you know, people who watch 95% completion of my videos, you're only gonna have about 50 people who ever, who made it there. Um, so just, just stage it out and you need to build momentum. It's a longer term play, but you don't have much choice at this point. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a great solution because I know I've struggled with that with my own clients, but it, it makes a lot of sense that we just need to make our own audience essentially. You know, yeah. you have to kind of start from scratch in that in that way. Um, and when you're and when you're looking at those audiences, if you go to your page insights, um, you go to your page, go to the insights tab. By default, you're looking at the last seven days, it gives you some little little charts and graphs to show you how well you're performing. Uh, go there, expand it out to the last 28 days, and focus on your engagement and your video views. So those two little charts, your engagement chart and your video views chart, if those charts aren't budging, you're not doing the right work. So if those charts are moving and you have, you're increasing the people who have engaged with you, you're increasing the number of video views you have month over month over month, that should be your starting point. And if you don't have that happening, then you're targeting ads to a cold audience and it's not landing well and you could do better. <laughs> yeah, right. We had yeah. a, so many questions are coming up um, and I know we're running out of time, but uh, one question that just came up because it was tied to this was what's your recommended video creator? Um, I, I personally use InVideo. I know Amanda, she, you're doing a I cool, do too. You're actually doing a, 
like a class on how to use InVideo with ads, right? <clears throat> Soon, or did you already do that? Um, sorry, I just had a video message coming through while I'm doing this. Uh, I have another uh, another one coming up at the end of September here. Um, all of the dates are still coming in. There we go. We'll add them to the show Get notes you if you guys yes. want to take her class on. It's like a webinar on how to use InVideo for that. But if you guys want to check out InVideo, I, do, I did add to the show notes 50% off InVideo, which makes it $5 a month or $60 for the year. So I actually just did a training yesterday. It's funny that this always comes up. Yeah. That's probably why we do all these trainings because it, it comes up. Um, okay, Tara has an important question for you. It's a long one. So let me see if I can not totally cover <laughs> your face. <clears throat> this is the info I needed. The four-week boot camp that you do, Amanda, is it an ongoing thing? Do you offer it monthly? If it's okay to ask, I was looking at Amanda's membership. Can I ask about the benefits? Do you offer an incentive yeah. chat every month to ask questions such as regarding the info offered? Uh, before Amanda launches into her uh, answer for this one, I just want to say nobody does a course like this because it is very interactive. Like it's yeah. literally, she is live with you and stuff, but I'll let you go. <laughs> yeah. So I run it roughly every other month. Once you're in the boot camp, you're in it for life and you can retake it as much as you want. And that's where the real magic happens. When you first take the boot camp for your first time, uh, it's a lot of information I'm dropping on you. It's a lot. So you absorb as much as you can, but it doesn't really come into play until you start actually making your own ads. So you learn the boot camp, great. Then you go and start making your own ads and then you start running into snags or questions or whatever. So then if you come back into the boot camp when we run it the you know every other month, then it all of a sudden clicks. It sinks in. It's like, oh, this is relevant. The other beauty of it is that I do run the trainings live. So it's much like this where you can drop your comments into Facebook. I can bring your comments up on screen. I can speak directly to you. So if you have questions, very specific questions, or uh, even the examples that we use when we're teaching audiences and targeting, I get you to throw out examples and then I can use your business as an example and actually build those types of audiences on screen. So it's a, it's a more interactive training. The other key to this, the reason I do this training live is that Facebook changes literally every, every, every other day. Facebook changes so much that in order to keep a course current, there's no point in me recording a course and putting it out there because it'll be outdated the second it hits. So by doing the trainings live, you're seeing what I'm seeing on my screen. You're seeing it as it is today. And you're seeing the same challenges and hiccups that I've run into, especially when I'm teaching a live training and all of a sudden Facebook updates the entire ads interface during the training you're going to run into the same problems when you're trying to learn Facebook ads and you go in there to make an ad and all of a sudden the screen doesn't look the same as it did during the training. There's about, there's about four different menu screens floating around out there right now between ads manager and business manager, and it can be confusing. But once you learn the basics and learn what you're looking for and how to get there, you'll still be able to find it. You'll be able to self-serve and you'll be able to help yourself without having to have somebody show you, hold you by the hand every step of the way. And you also get the, the support within the Facebook group. So you can ask your questions in the Facebook group and get me answering, not a team member or anything like that, solopreneur, you get you, you get me. And in order to get my attention on ads, uh, the bootcamp is the best way because outside of that, it would be a consulting coaching call one-on-one, -on -one, which is a lot more expensive than what you're getting out of the bootcamp. So exactly. certainly something to try. Um, really quick, you guys, we are rounding the corner of the end of the show, which means we're going to be doing the drawing, which is what I was trying to do. I was looking up the spreadsheet on my phone. Um, I'm going to be announcing the winner. So if you haven't entered yet, now is your last chance. You got to, if you are on the Facebook business page, Stellar Media Marketing, then you're going to type that word right there. Hey, Canada, not hey, but 
Canada. And then um, <laughs> if you are on YouTube or anywhere else, there is a link that it'll say, you know, enter to win with this um, link. Go ahead and enter now because in about five minutes, we're going to announce the winner. Um, I love this. This person said, wow, look at your colors. I didn't realize this, but we are uh, the perfect shade of my branding for this show. <laughs> like I do pinks and she's doing, usually you're the pinks and I'm, I'm I mean, whatever Usually I I'm am. like super pink. I've got I'm yeah, she's my little like pinks here. Pink. I don't but know I, if you noticed from the what, backdrop. I'm taking that I need to start balancing. Like it was too much pink. So I'm like balancing the pink with like alternate colors. Yeah, no, I like it. The purple's like bringing out my brand colors for the show. So I'm a fan, big fan. Um, And then our our boy uh, Doc Rock is up in the house. Doc Rock, he is in your boot camp, And he said he learned the difference between a boosted ad and an ad checker. Big help. He loves it. Uh, let's see. I'm expecting to wake up in the morning. This new business suite Facebook has bought out. I'm, oh, I'm expecting to wake up in the morning to this new business suite Facebook. With all the changes. Yeah, yeah. lots of changes coming down. I'm still I'm still not on the new uh, Facebook interface. It's a nightmare. It's uh, not fun, but there's still lots of workarounds to get you to everywhere you need to be as far as ads are concerned. And just bear with it. It will get easier. It'll get better. Yeah, fun, fun stuff, you guys. Fun stuff. Now, there were so yeah. many more questions, uh, but we are we are getting to the I'll end try to, of our I'll time. I'll try to circle back around and uh, answer any questions in the comments that you have asked that we didn't get to. Right, I know but... Facebook is a beast of a topic. But <laughs> we can't cover it all in a show like this, which is exactly why you should go sign up for Swift Kick. When is the next launch for Swift Kick? It's coming up, it's, isn't it? It's in progress right now. So we've done week one and two. To, uh, this week was week two. So we've done our creating ads, using Ads Manager, going beyond the boost. We've done our audiences and targeting. This next coming week, we have uh, budgets and strategy. And then the following week after that, we have reporting and optimizing. So you can still get in it right now. The replays for week one and two are immediately available on demand. And you can still participate in the boot camp and get the full value out of it. And you get access to all the future ones, which is huge because as we all know, Facebook changes overnight, as someone actually just pointed out. Um, and then also the book, if you if you want to enter to win that book right there, this book is going to be invaluable to everybody. Like this is super, super important. Uh, read right now. It's going to get you up to date with everything. And you could win a book or you could buy a book. It's not expensive at all. And it's totally worth the investment. So be sure to check out the links up in the description for that. Um, oh, let me take this down. Let's take one more question. I'm going to take one more question. And then we're going to pick a winner. All right. And I'll keep the answer short. Uh, let's see. We'll, we'll go with this one. Amanda, do you provide Facebook launch services? I'm planning to launch my first e-commerce brand. You know, I don't think that was an ad question, but sure, I'll put you on the spot. <laughs> uh, I do handle I do handle certain client situations, so I do take on clients. I also take on one-on-one -on -one coaching calls. So if we want to get onto a Zoom call one-on-one, -on -one, I can help you with your strategy and behind that, and making sure that all of your accounts are all connected properly in the back end, make sure everything, all the housekeeping is done, and get you set up with a strategy and a direction so you can move forward. I also take on clients. Um, and every scenario is different, but the, the main principles of Facebook ads still apply. So that was, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to ask you one more question since that wasn't an ad yeah. question. This one uh, is what's the, this is from Leone in our group. Uh, what's the most cost-effective ad objective to use with messenger ads? I think you kind of touched on this in, in a previous yeah. answer, but go ahead and, and let us know. I'm going to, I'm going to say use the messages objective. Even though when we think cost effective, your ad costs look like they're really high for a uh, cost per message conversation started. But 
you're actually getting people to engage with Messenger and start the conversation. So that's ultimately what you want. But if that is a little bit too rich for, for your blood um, when you're first starting out, I would say use engagement or video view objectives to get attention onto your content to build an audience and then retarget people who have engaged with you with with the ask. So it's it's kind of a two two phase, two stage approach, but it will be more cost effective for you in the end. Thank you. That was that was to the point. All right, you guys, I just picked our winner. I don't know if you knew this. I did a show about this a while ago on how to I think I might even have a YouTube video on how to do drawings with your bot. It's all automatically done with a spreadsheet. The spreadsheet actually like produces a winner. It's a live sheet. I just stopped it. Uh, so y'all been cut off, um, but it, it's a live sheet. So every time someone does what they're supposed to do, there's an action inside of my bot that adds them to the list that automatically generates a new a new person as it and it's random every time. Uh, so the randomly drawn winner of the book is Laura Key. Laura, go ahead and and say hi in the comments. I know Laura's still here. And congratulations, Laura. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm gonna um, order you a book, so I'll be in touch with you. So be sure to to comment so I can respond to you and, and get your info and, and all that and all that good stuff so we can get you that book, which is awesome. So you just won a free book. Yay, Laura, Laura Key in the house. Um, awesome. So just to, to round up some notes for today, if you would like to learn more about Amanda, all of the links for Amanda, and we can always add a lot more. If, Amanda, if you wanna add anything additional to the show notes, We'll do that. Um, be sure to check that out in the show notes. The link is up in the description, wherever that lands. Um, if you want to join the uh, Swift Kick, the the link Swift is all the there. Ads. The, the, the link, the swift kick in the ads. I love it. Um, <laughs> the, the links are in the description as well as in the show notes as well. And if everyone's like one more, one more what? Sorry, no, I it's done. Like <laughs> The winner's been chosen. The answers have been answered. If you have still questions, which you probably do about Facebook ads, I've been in digital marketing and social media marketing for 14 years, and I still have questions. And who is my go-to? My Canadian counterpart over here, <laughs> Amanda Robinson. So if you want to dive in even deeper, if you have additional questions, if you're like, how the heck Facebook ads? How do I keep up? Then you definitely want to check out the Swift Kick in the ads. Let me throw that up here again. But you can get those links Thank in you. the um, in the thing. If you didn't win the book, dude, just go buy the book. Buy the book. You won't regret it. We've had a ton of people already say they had the book. They love the book. The book is awesome. It is. Uh, <laughs> and and then you can honestly say to everyone, like, this was the best book. And everyone go buy it. So there you go. I'm going to give you the last word today. Uh, so maybe it's probably not true, but I'll give you some last words. All right. So uh, go and find me everywhere around the web at the digital gal. Facebook is the best place to find me. Facebook.com slash the digital gal. If you are interested in getting a swift kick in the ads, go on over to www.swiftkickintheads.com and go and check out that bootcamp and get yourself started with learning how to do your own Facebook ads. Especially if you're, if you're building messenger marketing bots, you need this. Your bots are not enough. Your ads without knowing what you're doing is not enough. You need to you need to close that gap. So let's get rocking. Awesome, awesome. So the only thing I'm gonna say now is if you want to get notified for next week's show, be sure to go to the show notes, click on the get notified for next week's show uh, and, and go ahead and get notified. And then you'll be in, you'll be in. And uh, we have people saying they're definitely, definitely buying the book. So that's awesome. 
Uh, thank thank you. you so much for joining me today, Amanda. It's always so fun to have you on the show. We always have so much fun. Thank you, Kelly. This is, yeah. It's like, You're it's about like one of the few people who could put up with me never shutting up. So. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I think I gave you a run for your money today. I think I uh, you're the expert on ads, not me. I'm like, uh, I'm over here like, really? <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, let me go ahead and figure that out. Uh, so thank you so much. If you do uh, want to continue this conversation, you can join the Baby Got Bot Facebook group. You can tag Amanda over there as well. Uh, check it out. You can join, tag her, You know, go to her sites. Amanda's just as awesome as me. We, we love to help people out. But if you really want to step up, definitely buy the book get into the program and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks everybody. Bye. Maybe.